0: Hello and welcome to Taboo Talk, the podcast brought to you by Boots that asks the taboo health and wellness questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Vogue Williams, and today's episode is going to delve into deafness and hearing loss. I'm joined by two fantastic guests who'll be talking about their very different personal experiences of the subject. Kay Adams is a Scottish journalist and broadcaster who is a long-time panellist on ITV's Loose Women. Last summer, just before appearing on Strictly Come Dancing, she visited a Boots audiologist, a great and entirely natural plug there just for you, uh, and was told she would need hearing aids in both of her ears. Joining Kay today is model dancer and fourth place finalist on last year's Love Island, Tasha Gorey. Tasha was the show's first ever deaf contestant and has been deaf since birth. She has a cochlear implant in her right ear and calls being deaf her superpower. I would also like to welcome Pearl Clinton, a qualified British Sign Language interpreter. Pearl is going to be interpreting our episode live today for any hearing impaired fans. The full episode will be available to watch on the Boots YouTube channel, Boots.com and BootsHearingCare.com. I'd like to flag up that Boots offers a free hearing health check at over 400 Boots hearing care stores. The stores can be found across the UK and Ireland and the checks are for people that are over 18 would approximately one in six people unnecessarily enduring hearing loss at some point in their life, if you're at all worried about it, please visit Boots Hearing Care. Now, back to the pod. So I'm going to start with you, Tasha. Um, How did you first find out, well, how did your parents first find out that you couldn't hear at all?
1: So they found out when I was 12 months old. Yeah. And I got my first cochlear implant when I was five. Yeah. I just wasn't responding to sounds or... The de- kind of thought, okay, there's something going on. So I went to the hospital, did hearing tests, and that's when it came back that I'm deaf in both ears. Um, and then I got the cochlear implant when I was five.
0: They so. usually do that, though, in the hospital before you leave. Did they do that to you and then send you home thinking that your hearing was okay?
1: I think so, yeah, because I think, you know, when you're so young as a baby at the time I think your hearing's not really developed yet so yeah. I think as the weeks went by that's when my parents started to be a bit like okay maybe there is something going on I wasn't responding to squeaky toys behind me or anything like that so then that's why my parents just thought okay let's just check up just to make sure everything's okay and that's when it just came back that I'm completely deaf and obviously I was born into a hearing family so this was new for my family as well. Did you have any siblings? I got one brother. Yeah, he's older. And so, it was is there a
0: reason for you being born deaf? Or
1: no, it just came out of nowhere. And I think obviously I was asked my parents like, was there anything that caused it? And obviously, sometimes it can be genetic as well. But obviously, yeah. it wasn't genetic in my case. So I think it just kind of happened. And you know, I see it's like I was giving it for a reason. Yeah. And the reason is what I'm doing now. You know. So, yeah. yeah
0: to speak out about. When you first had it though, obviously your parents didn't know how to sign, your brother didn't know how to sign. How did you communicate with them?
1: So we had to do BSL classes and I, in primary school, used to have a car with me. So she was fluent in BSL. And So BSL stands for British Sign Language. And it's really cute. My prime school used to do BSL classes. Me and my friends would go, like, go along so all my friends could learn it as well. Yeah. And she'll come to our house, teach us, my parents, my family. And that were we'll honestly communicate in BSL fluent. Like genuinely, we would have yeah. conversations in BSL. And that's the only time we could you know, communicating how we could communicate because I couldn't have hearing aids at the time. So I kind of had to wait until I could get the cochlear implant when I was five. So back then it was still kind of evolving, the cochlear implant was still quite fresh and new. Yeah. And so, yeah, waiting for the right model for my hearing. And that's why I got the cochlear implant a bit later on. So, yeah. So,
0: you were five, you were signing. How was your speech then?
1: My speech I had no speech. I literally had no speech till I was five, and I had to have speech therapy after I got the cochlear implant. And I, obviously, I worked really hard on my speech, and my parents invested so much into me to make sure my speech, you know, got better. And to do that, I had to stop using BSL, yeah. so I couldn't keep relying on that to make my speech get better. And obviously, over time, um, I lost my BSL over time because I was yeah. purely focusing on my speech to get it to where it is now.
0: Well you literally wouldn't know from your speech at all. It's amazing. You. Do you find yourself lip reading with people sometimes?
1: Yeah, I lip read a lot. Yeah. I lip read all the time. I think, especially when I meet new people, it's like new tones, new voices, accents, like like especially like Irish and um like British. Glasgow a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's like, yeah, lip readings I do it all the time. A lot of people sometimes click on, like why do you keep looking at my lips? I'm like I just, I just need to lip read. <laughs> People probably think I'm weird. I'm like, Ugh. but yeah, lip reading is just something that I've just been doing ever since I was young.
0: I'll tell you what I lived in Aberdeen, and like I remember bringing my mom crying. I was like, I don't know what they're saying. No <laughs> offence <laughs> 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 uh, The cochlear implant. So yeah. you had that fit of when you're five. Yeah. So is that like is that in your in your head or, or where is it? How does it work?
1: So I've got an internal and external. So it's surgically done. So I wear the external, and I could take it off. So I take it off and I go to sleep. Like she had the best sleep ever. <laughs> she just knock out. Um, it's not waterproof, so take it out and the. Hour, like going in the pool, I have to make sure like there's no splashes. Trying to remember
0: to take that off.
1: I, I'm so used to it. I'm just like, just yeah. do it. I think it comes with a routine, doesn't it? So it's just, it's natural for me to do it. And yeah. um,
0: so, how does it work? So it's in your head. You had an operation to do it, and then what kind of sounds do you hear?
1: Yeah. So the so sounds I hear it's weird because I never know what sounds like hearing people hear. So. For me, I can hear the different tones. I can hear different accents and pitches. But sometimes it sounds quite similar level in terms of like the tone. Yeah. So it's very, I can't explain it. It's so weird. And, you know, I think scientists are still trying to think about what it sounds like to people like cochlear implants because yeah. it's such a different scenario to hearing people. Um, but, yeah, so how it works is literally is just, I've got a magnet in my head.
0: Yeah.
1: And as soon as a coil attached to the magnet, that's when it activates the implant. So I hear from the cochlear implant. So the microphone's at the front. Yeah. So I don't hear from my actual ear. Oh. So the sound travels to the microphone through the cable to a magnet and it sounds and it transmits sounds into sound signals and waves through my ear to the brain. It's just so clever how oh the sound Lord. travels and it translates to. You know, it's just crazy.
0: Is that the same one that's been in your head since you were five?
1: Yeah, no, no. So I had a reoperation. I sixteen for a new one.
0: Because you probably grow, so you have you get bigger, so surely you have to.
1: Yeah. So just, um, it fits to my ear, obviously. And then when I was sixteen, it just broke basically it had a lifeline of like 10 to 15 years yeah. um, so when it broke I had to have a re-operation for but that time there's a new model I could have a newer implant so yeah. that kind of upgraded at the same time um, so yeah
0: yeah. And so when you've, I've, I've seen videos on Instagram when you see when babies here for the first time, what was it like when you heard sound for the first time when you were five?
1: So obviously I don't remember because it's so long ago, yeah. but obviously my mum and dad told me, I apparently screamed, like <laughs> screamed and shouted and I just threw it off and I was like, did not like it at <laughs> all. So I think mum and dad were like, well obviously you reacted because it's the first time you heard sounds I think I was just scared I literally was like no I don't want it back in um so it took a while for my parents to be like it's okay (laughs) like you know like apparently I was like sat in the corner just like crying and um so yeah I just think eventually it took a while to you know for them to like need to keep it in and you know get used to it um so yeah yeah (laughs) What's, but
0: what's the difference right, between that and having an, an, an a hearing aid? A hearing aid wouldn't have worked on you, would it not?
1: No, no. So hearing aid is just there to kind of amplify sounds. Yeah. Um, and whereas cochlear implant, if you've profoundly deaf or completely deaf, it kind of restores hearing for you. And hearing aid is just there to kind of make things louder around you yeah Yeah, it's kind of big difference see the way
0: it's on your right ear so where does the like it's really hard because like I don't know what it must feel like so is it coming because it's not coming through your ear it's coming through there but like where does the sound come from because like if you ever have a blocked ear you only hear in this ear so are you only hearing on that side or
1: yeah it just comes from like comes through this side I did have the chance to get the left ear when I was younger, but I said no because I was in the middle of my A-levels and I was happy with just one. I feel like at that time, this ear was dead for like 15, 16 years. So if I was to receive it, I had to take this one out and train this year to get it to where this ear's at. So it would be a lot of hard work to do that. And I was just like, in the middle of A-levels, college, and I was like, actually, I'm just fine with just having one. So when people talk to me on this side, I have to turn around to... Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I honestly don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Sometimes people would, talk to me, I'm like, I <laughs> don't know what you're saying, but yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Would you do, would you ever do that or are you just happy with one?
1: I'm just happy with one, personally, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I suppose you're so used to it, it's
0: just what you're used to now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, another thing, does it affect your balance?
1: Well, because I'm a dancer, so yeah. I actually trained so I train professionally as a dancer and obviously when you're dancing you work on your balance and I think because I train so hard my balance when I do turns on to turn around this way it, yeah. my balance is a bit offish but whereas if I turn to my right it's quite spot on so I think yeah there's a bit of a balance at levels So my left ears more you know um sometimes I walk sideways like yeah. <laughs> me and Andrew be walking down the street and sometimes i just like what's, and Andrew's like you're walking sideways and I'm like I don't know why. I think it just happens, but yes, yeah, so I think my dancing definitely helped my balance for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. How did growing up? Obviously, when you were five, you got you got this in your ear. Like oh, kids are mean. Like how was it in school having this mm. in your ear?
1: I mean, in school, I just was never really open about it. I never really would speak about it. I wore my hair down. I was never confident. I was very just kind of in myself if I was introvert wasn't really an extrovert but you know luckily I did have friends at school and prime school I got cyber bullied a few times but you know that's just I feel like school is just like that you know you go through those things but um, it took a while for me to get confident and build my growth and to be open about it it took me a long time but yeah school is definitely hard because I feel like as a teenager, you're still trying to find who you are as a person. And yeah. I think I was the only deaf person in my school. So I was always comparing myself in a negative way and just always battering myself down. And so, yeah, school is definitely hard to get through. But then, obviously, you overcome those obstacles and just get stronger each time.
0: Yeah. You were in an ASOS campaign as well. You were yeah. the first person with a cochlear implant in, in one of their campaigns. Is that like, did you want to do that just to, to like raise awareness?
1: 100%. I think you know, modelling for ASOS is such an amazing achievement. And we did a photo shoot, and obviously I was shooting earrings, and I kind of said to a photographer, I was like, do you want to shoot my cochlear plan?" I wasn't sure. So we shot both ears, and obviously it went on the website. And I was like, oh, my God, and someone tweeted it, and it literally just went viral worldwide. And... That's kind of what I want to do, is to show people that you can do these amazing things if you believe in it. And it shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do. If anything, yeah. it uplifts you, something special and unique and different about you. So, you know, you to use that and believe in yourself. So that's why you know, doing the things I've been doing is to show that and yeah. to show younger generation that, you know, don't be afraid of who you are. I love that.
0: Now, okay, you are more recent Yeah. So you Mm. went, you just went to Boots to get your hearing tested as everyone does. Mm -hmm. Why was the reason for doing that first of all? Um... Well, because I probably, I
2: was aware for quite a few years that, you know, I was, sorry, sorry, what, yeah. what, what? And actually, uh, my kids, we, we started to get into a bit of thing because, you know, your kids are very impatient with you. Um, <laughs> and I would be constantly telling them to repeat things and they would just get so irritated with me and they wouldn't repeat it and stuff like that. And so I'd say, you know, you shouldn't be like that for goodness sake. I've got a disability here. You've got to be kind to me. You wouldn't be saying this if, uh, you know, if I had some other form of disability. Um um, mm-hmm. But then it really started to get to me because I did feel like a bit of a joke, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could realise that I wasn't hearing properly, and the only reason I wasn't doing something about it was vanity, mm-hmm. and because there's a negative connotation with age and all of this kind of stuff, you know. And and when I hear Tasha, I feel really bad about that because you know you have gone through real struggles, you know, as as someone who was born without hearing and then to, you know, to learn BSL and all the sort of confidence challenges that you faced and you've come through. Um, Whereas I was just like getting old, my hearing was going as bits fall off and I was too... Bits fall off. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's not working or whatever. Um, You know, and and it's a weird thing because I wear e-contact lens, one contact lens because my, you know, I'm holding menus at a long distance. And we don't worry about that, do we? You go and get mm. some funky glasses or you get contact lenses, you tell people about it, you get laser eye surgery, there's no big deal. But there is still a negative connotation to getting a hearing aid in Definitely. later life. It kind of feels like you are going downhill. And it's ludicrous. You know, I mean, it's yeah. totally, um, as I say, born out of vanity. And. I just wasn't functioning very well, and I thought yeah. this is crazy
0: was it gradual though, or did it like did you notice it more on one side or or where oh, were one you It is one
2: side I mean you know my left side is is pretty good you know, obviously I've got deterioration through age, but I mean, it's okay. Whereas this side, I knew it was really bad. I mean, like yeah. my friend Nadia from this woman, she's got a bad ear as well. And we walk along the street and we're constantly dancing around each other to see if we're <laughs> on each other's good ear. You know, you always do that. Oh, you've got my bad ear. Oh, my good ear. Um, <laughs> That's good friendship. <laughs> yeah, I know it was. Um, so it was just getting to the stage that wasn't working. And one day I was hosting a conference. I do I do... You know, quite a bit of that kind of work. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe two or three hundred people there. And I was um, sort of facilitating, and it was a question and answer session. And there was a guy like way over the other side of the room stood up and asked a question, and he had a mic. And I heard, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no. and I looked at the other people in the panel, expecting them to say, Well, oh, excuse me, could you speak up a little bit? And they started to answer him. Because they had obviously heard him, yeah, and I didn't. And I thought, right, okay, this is just enough now. And so yeah. that's what took me to Boots. But I really have to say, and I'm so pleased I've got the opportunity, you absolutely inspired me, Tasha, and I say that <sighs> with great sincerity, honestly. Because I watched Love Island with my kids, and I loved the fact that that you were just there, there was no mention particularly, apart from Andrew, who was obviously so loved up, he just couldn't help but <laughs> praise you for everything. Um, I honestly think that was so impactful that you did it and it actually did help me because I watched you on there and I thought, for God's sake, if if I need a hearing aid, I'm gonna go and get a hearing aid. Yeah. What 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 is stopping me? This is crazy. When it's something that could enhance your life, you yeah. know? So I thank you uh, oh, thank for giving you. me that little prompt to just get over myself. Yeah, it really did. Honestly, it really did. I was so excited when I saw that you were going to be here today because yeah. I thank thought, God, it really was you that made me think differently about this, you know? So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So off I went to Boots and the guy confirmed what I already knew. And yeah. I'd probably already known for two or three years, but you, I just... You were like
0: that for two or three yeah. years and you just didn't. Yeah, I just
2: you just work around it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so then you got your hearing aids and yeah. what was that like?
2: I love it. I mean, honestly, I, I'm very fortunate because um, I've got very fancy hearing aids. I think they're state of the art. I'm trialling these ones. Are these the
0: Bluetoothy ones? These are I've the Bluetooth ones. That's oh. I mean, unreal.
2: I walk about saying to people, I am the future. I mean, like <laughs> my, my phone rings in the middle of my head. I, you know, just a bring bring in the middle of my head and nobody else is hearing anything. This is just me. And then I just start speaking. I think I probably look very cool, but I probably like a complete idiot. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I spend so much of my life with AirPods in. Yeah. I mean, you know, listening to, you know, um, podcasts um, yeah. and all sorts of stuff.
0: So, no, hang on. You can't listen to podcasts from, oh, just, yeah, from yeah. just your hearing aids. Absolutely. From your phone. Yeah, That's 100%. That It is so, it is so fo- good, honestly. You're so going to say, I the
2: future. You are the future. <laughs> you okay. are the future? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. So you take phone calls. You thing speak. Thing yeah, you know. Um, so when I'm walking along the street talking to somebody on the phone, I mean, I don't have you've any. You probably do in. look
0: like a looper because you've <laughs> got you've really got no <laughs> AirPods in. People are probably like, <laughs> I know, I know. There's <laughs> no, your no, one no. off
2: the telly talking to yourself. <laughs> no, again. no, Vogue. they're saying, look, she's the future. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Um, so yeah, I can hear any audio through through the hearing aids. And when I was wearing AirPods before, obviously that blocked out
0: the actual, yeah.
2: actual sound. So like if I'm walking along the street or someone's talking to me, I would hear absolutely nothing. Um, Whereas now I can hear people and hear stuff. And just, you know, it's just I won't be in that conference situation and feel nervous. And actually that day, and again, it's nothing compared to what you've experienced. And I I wouldn't try and put it in the same bracket. But I felt really crap that day after that conference. I, I just, well, I felt like an idiot for not doing something about it before. And also I felt I guess, quite vulnerable because that's my job and that's what I do. And then suddenly you think, am I going to be able to do this anymore? You know, am I maybe going to have to stop doing this kind of work? And funnily enough, since I have had these hearing aids, it's really interesting the number of people around about my age or even younger who've sort of drawn me aside and said, can I ask you about those hearing aids? Mm. And you can see they're embarrassed, Mm -hmm. you know, and I understand that because I was too. Like a sound manager that I know, uh, a floor manager that I know spoke to me the other day and she said, because I'm just a bit worried, am I going to be able to keep doing this job because I know that I'm losing my hearing yeah. in one
0: ear? And How did you deal with that? Because now do you do a comms? Comms are like um, people talking in your ear for anyone listening uh, uh, when you're doing live TV. Did you do open comms or closed comms? Open is literally, I don't know how yeah, anyone does yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You did I, open. I, don't, I can't, no, no, I do switch. Uh, yeah. So it's just, I mean... I can, she said boastfully. But, but how I just, could
0: you do it? Like, is it annoying to try, like, with someone else talking and your, your the people that you're on the panel with? Is it hard to do both when you're when you hearing? The people on the panel impaired? are always
2: annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was actually getting a bit problematical, too, because I had my earpiece in my right ear, which is my bad ear. Yeah. Um, which was fine because I'm getting the sound fed in directly. But it meant that I only had my left ear, which is okay, but not great. So when you've got three people, that side of you all talking I was missing things and in fact somebody sent me a video the other day this must have been a long time ago actually that um I was on the other end of the panel, it was Andrea McLean, and she told this story, this amusing story about something. And then I popped up and told exactly the same story because I obviously hadn't heard her. Yeah. And I'd just be going, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, ha-ha-ha. Do both of you do (laughs) that sometimes, though? You're just like, yeah. You
0: actually don't know what was just said. All the time. (laughs) All the
2: time. time. Have you you done it to me yet today? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. So you're still in situations sometimes that... You you think right? I'm not sure what's going yeah, on. Yeah, just kind of push off. Right. I'm just
1: like, yeah. I start laughing, and like sometimes my friends clock on. They're like, you don't know what you just said, do you? And I'm okay. like, no. <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> They just know. You're I'm so anxiety. polite.
2: <laughs> that is so funny. I have that all the time. Well, We're, not anymore. No, yeah. now that I'm the future, I don't. But have do it. you
0: have to take yours out as well.
2: Yeah, when you shower yeah, and yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, do you take yeah. them out at night? See, I'd feel oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you do take them out at night. I suppose it's like having an earplug I mean, See,
2: that's funny. I've just taken this out, Yeah, and the volume has gone right down.
0: That's amazing. It's so small and dinky. I know, isn't it cute? <laughs> it's pretty
2: I can't can like believe you can then. just
0: do phone calls isn't without an
2: Well, um, <laughs> But surely the technology will change for you, too.
1: Yeah. But I you, mean, it's
2: going so quickly.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like, I say this quite a lot, like, I would, the look of it does not bother me like I'm yeah you know it's a, I love my cochlear implants so like I like the fact that I can change colours and change it up and yeah um. but obviously I'm sure further down the years it will change but you know it's changing already but I mean I like you'll be able to get a girl I like the look of so it I think it's quite cool it well, does I think, look I wouldn't I think,
0: think it is what it is though
2: yeah but I think the whole thing is rather than you know, focusing on the actual object, it's focusing on what it does for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you exactly. know, I mean, how could you resent? You know, your implant when it's giving you see so many opportunities. You, yeah. You know? yeah, and I mean, uh, to a lesser extent, I feel the same about hearing it. Yeah, it well,
0: is amazing, but to think that you were just you didn't want one because of how it would look, and then now realizing how much. Well, but you know why, you can my mom and dad, like
2: so many. You know, when they were older, older, older. um they got hearing aids maybe in the late 70s and they yeah. were very typical, I think, of people of that age. They didn't want to wear them because they did see them as remember a them, sign. Do you remember the noise
0: they used to make?
2: The whistling yeah, and all that, that kind of thing. But I think it was more symbolic. They just felt that those hearing aids represented the fact that they were now elderly and were not regarded in the same way. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a real sort of emotional reaction to to hearing aids that, that prevents a lot of people getting them. Um and it's interesting you were saying as a five-year-old that you your initial reaction was, oh, this is noisy. Mm. Yeah. Um, having spoken to to people about it, I think if people wait until maybe late 70s to get hearing aids, they've spent so many years with a very depressed level of hearing yeah. that actually when they get hearing aids, it is too irritating and they don't want to people might absorb even... that level of hearing mm. again yeah know? but
0: I think people might not even realise you know when you just well, as you, you said it's incremental you can go and you can get a free hearing test I was in the ends of this podcast in mm. any Boots space so you can actually just get a free hearing test yeah. it's like anything else you do for your health why not go and check that you'd always do your eyesight do your ears as well and yeah. just and see yeah. I'm actually mm. going to go and do my ears <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not even just your
2: hearing because you think about it I mean your, t- your brain takes in information yeah, you know, and obviously sound is, is a, a, we get a lot of information from the side. If you spend 10 or 15 years with um, you know, poor hearing and you're just getting by and you know, you're not really listening to the television you're not really listening to music and when you're in a restaurant you're not mm-hmm. really listening to that yeah. bit of your brain starts to shut down because it's not yeah. having to work and so Often when people get older, they might become a little bit depressed. They might not feel so comfortable in social situations. That's not good for you. So, I mean, I think it's about your hearing, obviously, first and foremost. But it's also about your mental well-being
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um, and also your your brain activity, you know. You use it or lose it, as they always say.
0: But you two both worked on super loud shows. Um did yeah. was was your hearing like a problem when you were doing those shows with loads of people shouting at one time. Does that affect it?
1: Um I think being on Love Island, there's times where I did struggle, you know, like I got a text and that they'll be on the other side of the filler. And I wouldn't be able to hear what the text said. I'd just look around to see how everyone reacts. And everyone's like jumping happy. i am like, OK, I'm going to jump happy. Like, just go <laughs> along with yeah. it. Um, like, group conversations sometimes. I think, for me, it's where I struggle with concentration fatigue. So a lot of deaf people, you know, suffer with this. It's like, your, my brain has to work twice as hard. Yeah. And because I lip read as well, and it takes a lot of concentration. So at the end of the day, I can get very, very tired and, you know... And just very and get bad migraines as well because the coil it could be quite hard with the magnet very like tense in my head. Um, so yeah, there's times in the pillow where it was hard and I kind of kind of had to like keep pushing through and you know. Mm. But yeah, there's a lot of times of great conversations where I'd just be missing out. I, I have this thing where I zone out sometimes, and I think yeah. I don't know the same with you, but like sewn yeah. out, but I can't, people be talking, but I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Like it's a real thing that happens quite a lot. So I think in the filler there's definitely times where you know it was hard but I think everyone kind of understood in the you filler. You sometimes tell
0: people that you're like slow down.
1: Yeah sometimes I say what do you say or can you repeat yourself yeah or sometimes I'll ask like somebody else or like, what 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 was she saying or what was he saying um I do that a lot with Andrew I'm like what should you just say and they'd be like yeah. I don't know yeah. um so yeah it was definitely hard sometimes but I think People in the villa were so understanding that, yeah. you know, I had to lip read and they had to be clear of the speech when they speak to me. It was like um, a Damien's Irish, but like very, very Irish accent. I remember the first four days, I remember just looking. Every time he spoke to me, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, but well, eventually I had to train my ear to get used mm, to his accent yeah. and how you know he spoke. So it's Irish crazy. people though, we
0: speak really fast. I yeah. slow it. Down. Like this is slow talking for me. So like yeah. I was saying earlier, the times that we were going, to, my mum's coming over, and when she comes over, and my sister's going to be there, and like there's just Irish Spencer. Just is like I don't know what you're saying. Can you guys just <laughs> shut up and <laughs> slow down? Um, it would be a hard accent to guess. But you were on obviously Strictly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't get trauma. <laughs> stop it, please. Don't don't, don't 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 girls, please stop it. But that is loud, loud, loud. So how does you find like even when the judges are trying to talk to you and all like is that, really <laughs> difficult? that wasn't good. you probably didn't want to hear that anyway. Take them out <laughs> <No>. for <that>. us.
2: <laughs> Screen them out. Um, to be honest, that wasn't too bad because um, I think my hearing loss it's it's with dialogue um, that I really really struggle. So music no. I, I can hear sort of loud. Yeah big noises are fine for me but it's once you get into fine dialogue that's where um because I don't know you'll probably know more about this than me Tasha but when you have hearing not everyone's hearing loss is going to be the same hearing yeah. loss yeah. Um, and that's what's so fascinating when you do go actually for for a hearing test because they might say you know it's the lower tones that you're struggling with or it's mm-hmm. the higher tones that's that true. you're struggling with um you know it, it's quite a sort of precise um, examination or examination that you get um, and for me it was definitely dialogue rather yeah. than anything else so unfortunately I could not screen the judges uh, comments <laughs> that was the I only you wish you I could, could, I could yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so you obviously Tasha you you did your ASOS campaign and that went viral and then you came out on Love Island and it's been amazing like you've even helped people like Kay and is that why you were so public about speaking about your hearing loss. Um well, yeah, I mean you just
2: why not? I mean, this is making my life better. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's making my life better to have these little clever, clever, clever gadgets, um, which are allowing me to hear things that I was missing. And all of the things that that Tasha's experienced that I have too, that you're just smiling blankly, you have no idea what's going on. Um, You're sitting in a restaurant, you're just thinking. You're missing out. Mm -hmm. So you've got this little bit of technology which can give you back that loss. Why wouldn't you take it? You know? And I mean, if it is vanity, as I say, I'm fortunate to have these posh hearing aids, you can't see them with my hairstyle, so yeah. it's not even an issue, and in fact if I keep walking about the streets talking to myself the way that I've <laughs> described maybe I should tell people that I've got them You should just to your to your, hair your ears for yeah. those bits. <laughs> um, But even if you could see them, and, and I love the fact Tasha, that you say you've got no great desire to disguise your, nah. your yeah. cochlear implant, yeah there is In fact I saw, a guy, have you seen, the, there's a weather presenter at the moment who I just spotted on the television, and he has one Ah, yeah. I think it's slightly different. It's sort of a disc, just sort of just sort of above his ear. It must be something to do with his hearing. And I noticed it, and within ten seconds, I thought it'd gone out my head. And that's where we have to get to. Oh Mm. yeah, mm -hmm," move
0: on. You Mm. know, no longer a taboo topic. You you got yours when you were five. Yeah, but can babies get them? Like, like how young can you get the cochlear in?
1: I think babies can get them. Yeah, you know, I think. I think with me, it took a while because it was kind of like my mum and dad had to really think about with things with cochlear implants, people can react differently. So not everyone's going to react the same when they get a cochlear implant. So some people can get a cochlear implant but still won't be able to have good speech or still would not be able to hear that well. So
0: yeah.
1: everyone's so different to how they would react. So Obviously my parents had to really think about you know, because I was so young as well, being five yeah. years old, it's kind of like they had to make the decision for me. Because I think when you're five, you don't really n- understand.
0: That's a long operation as well.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like they kind of really had to think about everything and, yeah, just think about the benefits of the future. I think they're just worried, obviously, if, if it wasn't going to work, then what's going to happen then? Um, so, yeah, it took a while for them to really try. So your of- speech
2: unusually good? Because I mean, your speech is is incredible. Mm. I mean, you really wouldn't, you know, wouldn't know. But no. are there other mm. children who get cochlear implants that don't manage to, no, yeah, get the speech that you do?
1: Yeah, everyone like everyone reacts so different to having cochlear implants, and some people can have hearing still struggle as well. So it's 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 strange. Obviously, everyone's got different hearing, like you said earlier. Everyone's mm. got different percentages of hearing, like sounds and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's, people can react really different to that and. Whereas with me, I think I acted quite well because my parents, you know, invested a lot of time in me with my speech and to make sure that I was doing the homework that I needed to do. So it's really about the aftermath as well, how much work you put into it. Mm. So I think that's just kind of how I think, you know, my speech is kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is perfect. (laughs) Now you have called deafness your superpower. I do love that, by the way. But for anyone tuning in who might feel insecure about their hearing loss, can you explain why it is your superpower?
1: The reason why I call it my superpower is because it makes me feel empowered as a person and it just makes me feel strong and independent in terms of like, it is my superpower and I love it because it's something apart of me that's so special and unique that is beautiful and yeah. that's why I love it so much. And, you know, I say to people out there, no one else is you and that's your biggest power. And it's so true because, you know, nobody else is you, there's only one of you out of how many people on this planet and yeah. you need to really love that and love that about yourself and... You know, I think superpowers just empower, especially for the younger generation as well. You know, the amount of messages I've had, you know, I've had teachers call in their classrooms like this is a superpower classroom and the kids feel so happy and empowered. And I think that's why I like to say that, because it's just my personal way of making myself feel positive.
0: Yeah. You are very positive about it, which I really like. And I think you're Thanks. really positive about it too. Um, but I want to know your thoughts about people who are struggling with it. How can you help them see the positive side to it?
2: Well, for people of, of my age or, or a bit younger, a bit younger, a bit younger or a bit older, you know, whose hearing loss is really um, connected to age, just natural um, deterioration. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think twice about getting reading glasses. You just wouldn't, you know, you would not struggle on not being able to read things, you know, not Mm -hmm. being able to go into a supermarket and, you know, read the labels or read a book or whatever. So why would you do that with your hearing? I mean, it's just as simple as that. You know, these Mm -hmm. are vital senses. And, you know, if you have them working as well as they possibly can, you know, it very much enhances your quality of life. Why would you not take that opportunity to live a better life?
0: Yeah. Well, if anyone's listening to this book, A Hearing Test, I'm going to do it I'm going to do it and it's fascinating Yeah, it
2: really is and I have to say I mean I've had two hearing tests and they have both been puts and that's just and honestly it's well it certainly doesn't hurt Um, and it's really really interesting and uh, they go into it in such detail and they take such care why not do it
1: yeah 100%. 100%. Go for it. Well,
0: girls, thank you so much for coming on. That was a great thank conversation. You. We finally got to ask all the questions. We did, we did,
2: absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask one more question if that? Yeah. yeah. Why did you choose dance? Why well, did I choose dance? Yeah. Actually, so so when I was younger, you know steps back in the day was obviously really yeah. big. And I was a massive steps fan. So I used to put on my princess tresses, go downstairs and you know, copy mm. the steps on TV. My parents just said, let's take her to a dance class. And I just started dancing. I think... Dancing has become such a massive part of me. I think it's helped with music as well. So I feel music through the vibrations
0: and
1: feel it through my body. So Mm. I can't specifically hear lyrics unless I go Google and learn it. Um, So I think dancing has just become like a safe space for me to express and just kind of, like, I feel music so differently. And that's why I can't use um, ear pods. I have to use headphones that covers, like, the microphone. Um. And it's just... Dancing just massively helped me, especially with confidence. And th- the industry is so diverse and acceptive like that. So it's yeah. a place where I really grew as a person. That's how I found my confidence and started to open up a lot more. So dancing's yeah. just always been because I guess if you yeah. feel it yeah.
2: through vibrations, then yeah. you're actually really feeling it yeah. in your body, you know. Mm. And so you you want to move.
1: Yeah, I just love music. Like music's mm-hmm. just the way I hear it. I just What's feel your favorite kind of music? Oh, a mix. Cole my favourite band. Yeah, great. yeah, I love Coldplay So, can you
0: not hear their lyrics though? You just, you literally hear just the music and. The
1: bass, yeah. And if I go on Google and learn then then obviously I can hear the lyrics. So, I kind of have, sometimes oh, yeah, have to learn yourself, the lyrics, yeah. yeah. like some, There's been many times where I get lyrics from, but I'm singing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of my friends are like, Andrew's like, Tash, you get the lyrics from. I'm like, it's fine, living my life. You could do it. You can
0: do it though on because I do it on Apple Music because I love grime music and rap music and I try and learn the words. I know it's really it's like on, but you can actually we have to this hear song, this. <laughs> so I rap along, but you could do it. And it all comes up when you play it on Apple Music. So yeah, I'm with you on learning lyrics. You probably wish you hadn't told us that, don't you? <laughs> I, I, get yeah.
2: a little bit right. I stand there on the treadmill. And like, yeah. yeah, hopefully they'll edit that out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cut that, Angie. <Andy. laughs> Okay, we are going to have to wrap things up there. I'd like to say a massive thank you to Kay Adams and Tasha Gurry, as well as to Pearl Clinton, our brilliant sign language interpreter. You can watch this full signed episode on the Boots YouTube channel, boots.com and bootshearingcare.com. And just as a reminder, if you've been affected by the content of today's pod, please do speak to your GP or you can book a free 15 minute appointment at one of the 400 Boots Hearing Care locations in the UK and Ireland you can book an appointment by visiting bootshearingcare.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe because it really helps us get the word out there. Thank you so much and see you soon.